Hello, and welcome to the Spiritual Expansion and Ascension Podcast, your guide on this crazy spiritual journey with me, Melissa Fike. This podcast is for those who want to expand their consciousness and dive deep into the Great Awakening and the next paradigm shift. We'll be exploring all sorts of metaphysical and mystical topics, including timelines, parallel realities, the matrix, the quantum field, manifestation, aliens, the Akashic Records, and so much more. It's time to raise your vibe. Do you believe in fairies? Do you believe that there are other energies around, like elementals? (laughs) In this episode, we're going to dive into the connection of elementals with our realm. And I believe in elementals, and I certainly believe in fairies, but I didn't always believe in them. So why don't you stay tuned so we can dive into the fairy realm. When I started my spiritual journey, I didn't have a lot of choices with classes or teachers. I felt pretty blessed that I found two great teachers. They had a lot of knowledge, and I appreciated that. And I liked that there were two of them. It was a man and a woman. So I felt like I got different perspectives. And my teacher, Pat, she used to talk about fairies and she would sit there and explain how she would watch the fairies work with the flower and interact with the energy of the flower and help build it. And I remember sitting there thinking, cuckoo. (laughs) I remember going, I don't think I believe in fairies. That's a little too out there for me. And this was back in the uh, later 90s. I remember thinking, okay, this does not make sense. There's no such thing. And I just kept with those teachers um, for uh, four or five years, a long time. And they taught me all sorts of different things, metaphysics and about shamanism and about elementals. But when it came to the fairy realm, I opened my mind up more and more as I started to connect and understand that realm, as I started to have more and more experiences connecting with it. Now, before I start going into what are elementals and how do you utilize them in your life, I really wanna talk about my experiences with the elemental realm. The more I meditated and did shamanic journeys and connected to the earth, the more I connected to these elemental beings. In 2002, I decided to go up to Omega Institute in New York. Beautiful place, amazing food. And I was going there actually to see Doreen Virtue. This was that 2002. I know what year it was because my daughter was very little and I took the weekend. I grabbed my camping gear. I drove up to New York completely alone. I actually didn't want anyone to come with me. I felt I needed some time alone and just to connect to me and to angels and fairies. So I go and drive up there. I pitch my tent. I'm all ready to go. And I start going to some events there and did the Doreen Virtue event. 
But really, I was just there to connect to me and nature. That was really important to me. I just needed that recalibration. Having a two-year-old and a five-year-old, I just felt like I needed some connection with a core sense of self. And as I was at Omega, this place is running rampant with elementals, spirituality, connection, love. It was just amazing. I would go around and I would do what Doreen Virtue taught us to do, which was connect to the elementals and give them little gifts. One thing I always honor elementals with is I pick up trash. So I went around that day and I just looked in all the areas all around and just found trash. And they would leave me, go over to the left and I'd go to the left and there was more trash. And I did this as a service to the earth and to the fairies and they loved it. I've been doing it for many years. They always tell me, go there, go here. They tell me exactly where the trash is, especially the trash that doesn't decompose quickly, like cans and plastic. And I'm there and I am really so grateful to be at Omega and to connect to the elementals, the energy, the angels. I was just in angel heaven. <laughs> so I'm doing this all day. I go to the Storing Virtue event. I have an interesting and fun experience. And then I go to sleep at night in my tent. I'm in the woods. And I'm pretty sure it was July that year, 2002. And in the woods, it was just so quiet and peaceful. So I fell asleep in my tent. And then I wake up with a start. Something hits me across the face so hard. I was startled awake. And then just as that happened, right as soon as I opened my eyes, a clap of thunder and then lightning hit the area. And I open my eyes and I see this fairy. And I know she like whipped me in the face because earlier that day, I was saying how much I appreciated them and how much I wanted to see them. And I felt them, I sensed them, and I heard them to tell me where to go, but I had never actually seen one. And I was interested in seeing one. What can I say? And so I opened my eyes and she was flitting around my tent so fast. It was like all the way to the right, all the way to the left. It was so quick and it wasn't like a bug. It felt so real, but honestly, she was maybe 12, 14 inches high. I always thought like elementals or fairies were like Tinkerbell's little, little ones, like, you know, a hand size max. And no, she was bigger than that. And she's flipping around the tent and I'm watching her as she's moving and she is glowing and beautiful. And it was so amazing to watch her move. And then she shared an image with me of all the fairies and elementals working together and how sometimes they would just hang out and party. And they were in this like fairy circle and just enjoying their time. 
and how everything they do came from a sense of pure joy and excitement and love and how they worked with the elements and the plants and animals. It was just so interesting. And then she just flitted around, flitted around. And then instantly I fell back to sleep. And I woke up the next day and I said, what the heck happened? And I thought, wow, that was amazing. And I'm telling you, I could still feel that slap on my face because it was hard. Like she whacked me. (laughs) And I thought, wow, that was amazing. Anyway, but there was this part of me that thought, okay, was that a dream? And I said, no, I remember I literally sat up in my tent. I remember being there, but it felt dreamlike because she took me into the fairy realm. She took me and showed me what it was like to be her. Even if it was just a split second understanding, it was so real to me and so interesting and fun. Now, I'm not telling you this story so that you can say, oh, yep, Melissa said a story, so I believe in fairies now too. You have to do your own discerning. And I completely recommend you doing that. But for me, this was real. Because of all the shamanic work that I had done, I really started to understand the earth. I started to connect with the beings of the earth. So later that day at Omega, I told the story of the fairies and I was connecting again to the fairy realm and we were doing a meditation. In that meditation, this gnome, I'd call it a gnome because that is what I was taught that they're called. They are like little dwarves. They're the earth elementals. This gnome comes to me and literally drags me over to my fairy bush at home. Now remember, at this time, I'm in New York in Omega, but he was bringing me over to my fairy bush. And a fairy bush has these little tiny flowers. um, They're roses. It's a rose fairy bush. And he showed me in my mind's eye, me spraying that bush with some chemicals. And he said, no. And that was it. And I got his message. Now, I have to be honest. I don't know a lot about plants. I'm not great with plants. And it wasn't something I grew up around a lot. So I was doing what the guy told me to do at the store to put this on my fairy plant so that the bugs wouldn't eat them. Honestly, I felt so guilty and bad that I had done that. I really understood because at that time, I was big into recycling and I was all about trying to help the earth, but I messed up. I'm glad he showed it to me because it really gave me more of an awareness because I felt how it hurt him. Of course, I started to do other things for this fairy bush. I looked up how to do it organically and safely. 
I really appreciated that this gnome came to me and was really clear on what to do to honor the plant and honor the earth and honor him. He was connected to that plant. He showed me how he lived in there. And I remember about a year earlier, my son would talk about a little boy in his room and he would say, mommy, there's a little boy in my room, but he talks different. And I remember going in there and saying, oh, honey, I, I see him, but it's actually a little gnome. And then I realized that was the gnome that came to me. And it wasn't a little boy, but he saw him as a little boy because he was little, made sense to him at that age. Now, after this experience, and after all the shamanic journeys I had done, connecting to the elements and elementals was a way that I connected to my groundedness, to my humanness. Before we get into elementals, let's talk about the elements. The elements are fire, water, air, and earth. If you do Chinese medicine, they also um, have wood and metal. I do the shamanic way of those four elements. The four elements are the four corners. Earth is north, air is east, fire is south, and water is west. These elements are something that we experience and utilize every day, whether we know it or not. And they're also symbolism. That's important for our dreams, for our meditations, for our shamanic journeys, because these symbols are a way that we interpret our world, both our inner world and our outer world, because within the physical body, we also hold all those elements. We are made up of earth, air, fire, and water. In shamanism, there's this journey where you go and connect to the elemental realm, the lower world. And there's such a thin veil between our realm and the fairy realm. That's why I tell people it's easy to see elementals and fairies because they are so closely connected to our realm. We are very intertwined. Now, many mystics and shamans, they utilize the elements to connect to themselves and to the earth energy. And it gives them a way of understanding themselves and how they work. Because through the elements, you will understand so much more about yourself. In other words, we all have an inner fire. That is the energy of our blood and the fire energy of movement. And air is your breath. In other words, you have the elements within your body. Now, remember, the shamans really understood that connection between our world, inner world, and our outer world, our experience in the 3D experience. And also, they understood that there's an emotional component, and that is also connected to the elements. And to be one with all sentient beings, you have to understand and connect to your emotions and the elements themselves. 
emotions are connected to the water element. I want to give you some understanding of the elements themselves. We're going to start with north, which is earth. This is represented by winter and the gnomes, G-N-O-M-E-S, they are connected to the earth. Now, earth is our connection to a groundedness, a connection, and it's also connected to our root chakra. When you connect to the earth, you're connecting to the part of you that is the elemental. I believe that our body has a consciousness. And in order to understand that we come through, our higher consciousness comes through and shares space with the elemental body, because it is an animal, it has animalistic tendencies. So the physical form is an animal. Now, earth is also connected to stability, groundedness, animals, home, prosperity, strength, death and rebirth, rocks, trees, you get the gist. So if I have a dream or shamanic journey or a meditation journey, and I see a huge tree, and it's so abundant with life and energy, I know that that's a very grounding experience because the roots of the tree connecting from root to crown. And let's say I see the leaves really golden and bright and abundant. That would, to me, would be a symbol or a sign for abundance and prosperity. The second element we're going to talk about is air. That's representative of spring. It's also east. And when you do a shamanic journey, you create a certain space and you open up the energies from north, east, south, west, and then mother, mother earth, father sky, and you connect it all together. Now, with the element of earth, these are the energies of the selves. So the elemental is called the selves. It's S-Y-L-P-H-S. And this is a way to transcend this world. So you use the air element to move beyond the earth plane. Now, air is associated with thought, communication, travel, intellect, abstract thinking, teaching, and my favorites, freedom, joy, laughter, and new beginnings because it's spring. So that's when all the flowers are coming up. When you understand the symbolism of these elements, you can read the earth, you can read tarot cards, you can read your dreams or interpret your dreams. And that's why you want to understand these elements and then the elementals that go with it. The selves are kind of like little fairies. They, and of course they're connected to air because they are an element of air. So it flies through or moves through the air. The other thing about air elements is that it's a very open energy. There's no end or beginning when it comes to air. It's very vast. 
So if you go on a shamanic journey or you have a dream, you want to be aware, what is the air doing? Is it very calm? Can you smell something in the air? Is the air a little tumultuous? Is it windy? That will give you an understanding of what the element of air is trying to show you. So a very windy, turbulent experience means that my thoughts are turbulent and all over the place. A very calm air experience means that my thoughts are calm. Now let's talk about the element of fire. Fire is south. It represents summer and the elementals are salamanders. I suggest you go watch Frozen 2 and you'll see a salamander at work. The salamander is there doing its work with fire, bringing fire up, working with the fire. And I love that part of that movie. I watched it twice just to watch the salamander at work. Now, the one thing about fire, it's a great way to burn away egoic issues or to burn away lower energies or shadow self. In alchemy, you always use fire to burn and to burn away the lower energies of the ego. Fire is associated with action, with will. It's very passionate, sexuality, anger, desire, work, purification. To purify things, you burn away things. It's also associated with destruction, strength, protection, and creativity. So if I'm in a dream or journey, and fire comes up in that dream or journey, I always look at that of what was that fire trying to tell me? Was it a destructive fire? Was it burning away things? Was it very passionate and energetic? Was there a sexual component to it? Was it all about like desire and need to change? Because fire is the element of change. And this is a very deep, deep part of us, this fire energy. Fire can also represent some kundalini energy of a movement of energy and how kundalini passionately moves up your body and explodes your brain. (laughs) That spirit fire is creative and it's expansive And it's also destructive. And what it destroys within, the fire destroys the lower energies of the ego. Now, the last element is water. And that is represented of the east and fall. And this is where the undines are. These are the water elementals. They are the mermaids. Now, remember, water represents emotions And when you work with the undines or water, you're using the emotional component to transform and transcend. Water is also about dissolving, dissolving parts of yourself. Again, that's something you do a lot in alchemy is use the element of water to dissolve those lower energies. Now the fire transforms and transmutes lower energies and burns away those lower energies. Water dissolves the lower energies. 
Now, water is the element of spirit and the emotions and creativity, especially connected to emotions. Water is a great way to manifest the energy of water and creation combined creates a great opportunity for manifestations. Sometimes when I'm connecting to water, I'll allow that to dissolve some things within myself that are holding me back from my own creative outlets or keeping me stuck in an emotional loop. So water is associated with emotions, dreams, compassion, love, sadness, psychic abilities or intuition, healing, resting, calming, of course, cleansing, dissolving, also death and rebirth and relationships. When I see water in a dream or a shamanic journey, I always know that that's representative of something within my own emotions and how I'm dealing with things. And I always know that if that symbol is there, it's emotion. And I ask myself, which way is the water moving? Is it calm? Is it fast? Is it turbulent? Because that will give me an awareness of what's going on within. I remember having a dream once. I was on a boat. I was with my ex-husband on this boat. And we were like hitting a waterfall and we went straight down. And the water was really turbulent. And when I woke up from that dream, I knew it was my emotions. I was in a turbulent place emotionally with my husband and it was something I needed to work out. And if anything came up for me, I didn't blame the other person. I would look inside and see what's going on with me that I need to clear to help me feel more balanced, more connected, more loving and more kind. And I have to be honest, understanding dreams and elements really helped me become more in balance within because I wasn't a victim to my emotions. And I used that understanding and experience to transform and transmute some lower things within. So my first two teachers, Mike and Pat, they also taught us tarot. And this was way before angel cards or other divination cards. This was the only cards that you had to do readings or divination work. What I loved about tarot cards was the symbology of those cards and the depth you could read. And that's what helped me become a better reader when I would use other cards because I could read the cards through just looking at the picture and the energy that it showed within the cards. I would suggest to take some time and really work with the elementals. So let's talk about how you can work with elementals. What you do is you connect to water or sit near a stream or a lake or the ocean and just open your heart and connect to the element first of water. Respect the water, connect to the water, feel the water on your body, even if you're not touching it recognize its beauty, its grace, what it feels like to drink the water. And once you feel really connected to the water itself, then you connect to the elemental. 
the being that's in charge of the water. And there isn't one elemental in charge. There are many different elementals, and some can be smaller and some can be very large. I've been in a forest where the elementals are really tall, very big. They almost look like Sasquatch. So you can have smaller elementals and larger ones. Now, when you connect to the elemental, be open. Don't take my word for it. What does it tell you? Ask it questions. How can I help my emotional self? How can I be more grounded if I'm connecting to the gnomes and the earth? How can I help the earth more? How can I love my plants more, connect to my plants more? And next time you go on a shamanic journey, when you go to the lower worlds, connect to the elementals. A lot of people just connect to the animals there, but I like to also connect to the elements and the elementals because they are full of great wisdom and understanding. And when you can connect to that and utilize it for the good of all, you're actually helping be of service to the elements, the elementals, to our earth and beyond. We're all interconnected. And this is one thing that the elements and elementals have shown me and told me how entangled our energy is. So I'll go back to the story of the gnome and my fairy rose bush. When that gnome showed me, he showed me how it felt to him, to the earth, for me to use something so harsh on that rose plant, how the bugs felt. I felt awful because I understood it on so many levels. And how he showed me was how interconnected we all are and how important it is to live in a symbiotic environment and to connect to the energies, connect to the elementals and love and respect each other. And when we can do that, we are expanding our consciousness and we are honoring not just ourselves, but all other sentient beings and them and other humans as well, and the animals and the plants, all of us, (laughs) because we're all in this together. We're so entangled energetically. The other things the elementals and the elements can do is help us work on our chakras and our healing. I created a multidimensional healing, raising your vibration and accelerating your ascension process program And what I'm going to do with this program is help you heal multidimensionally. And I mean the energy of all the chakras on your emotional, mental, physical levels in the DNA through your genetic line. And that healing is all about working through those lower energies and raising your vibration so that you can accelerate your ascension process. So if you're interested in learning more about this multidimensional healing, I'll put the link below. And if you liked this episode, I would be so grateful for you to subscribe, send it to your friends, have them listen to it, and definitely please leave a review. Reviews really help the podcast and help us expand and connect multidimensionally. And hey, It's good for your karma. Much love.